Opinions unqualified. Uh, welcome to this week's pod. Um, very, very excited to be here because uh, it's an exciting week for, for our man Sammy. How are you, Sammy? Good, mate. Going well. How are you? Good, very good, uh, as I'm just making a racket behind the scenes. Uh, yeah, very good, very happy to be here. Uh, I'm really excited for you because uh, you've got a, a big crack uh, happening in, and you're taking major strides to adulthood, which uh, which uh, I'm not sure if I'm a good role model for you, but um, it's exciting to see you doing it anyway. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I think um, everyone's uh, used to seeing me as a, a man of leisure and, and good times and... Um, I guess everyone at some point in time has got to uh, think a little bit about the future and, and um, yeah. Well, I, what I want, let's get straight into it. Um, what I want to talk to you about is obviously you're at university and, and that's a long, 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 long way off for me a long time ago. Um, but you're going into a, a prac environment where you're spending four weeks on, on the job. Yeah. Um, how, uh, how big are the... Do you see a challenge to be able to impress? Because you obviously have your lecturers come out and, and, and watch and observe um, at some point in time. Um, and, you know, is it exciting or is it more nerve-wracking than anything? Um, well, for me, not being, um, let's say, very university-minded, um, I don't think I fulfil the uh, criteria of a perfect university student, if that makes sense. Um, is there such a thing as a perfect... Yeah, there, there is. Definitely. There, there's like... What do they call them? Academics. There's okay, definitely okay. some academics out there. Uh, I'm not an academic. Okay. Yeah, but... Like, you're studying to be a teacher, and people have on that in the pod have heard this, but I think, I think, I think as a teacher, it's important to, to be able to instill life skills and, you know... Yeah. I, I actually find people that have lived in the real world for a period of time tend to make better teachers because they have a better understanding of, of what's actually out there and preparing people for, you know, success. But, you know, I'm sure that'll create some, some arguments yeah, out mean, there as well. But Definitely, definitely. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm pretty lucky with my parents who are definitely, they pushed um, life experiences um, for me as a, as a kid. Um, and I think that's something that's probably uh, come through to me as well in the way that I kind of want to go. Because, yep. um, yeah, I think you can be as smart as you want, but you still got to have some um, life skills and stuff to be able to, you know, and, and experience different stuff. Because if you're, you know, if you're always in one, one place, you, you know, you're not learning much. Yeah, I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of people, and there's the people that I know uh, that have spent all these years at university and they get employed straight out of university. Yeah. And they feel like they know this landscape and understand the landscape because they've spent this time studying like six years, four years, six years. But what they really find out and they find it out quite quick is that, is that working life is completely different to, to study life. Like timetables are different. Um, you know, deadlines are different. Um, you know, just how you, how you can research and resource and, and, and where you pull your information and support from is completely different to, to an educational environment or university environment. So, um, I always find that they get brought back to earth quite quickly uh, in certain fields. I'm sure there's some fields that are like study, study related and study yeah. based that you're translating too quickly. But I think the fields like teaching where you're dealing with real people on a daily basis and there's a lot of different variables that you can't teach in the classroom. Yeah, oh, Sorry, exactly. I mean teach yeah, in the classroom at university. Yeah. 
um, that these experiences that and prac hopefully allow you to do that. But you know, do you feel like that you're getting prepared well enough to come out into the workforce by having these prac periods? Um, I think the prac definitely helps um, me personally. Um, I think prac's probably the the biggest learning curve while you're at uni. Like uni's good um, to learn some stuff and um, background information and stuff like that, but actually being in the classroom and either teaching yourself or, or watching um, someone that's been doing it for a while teach a class, like the stuff that you learn from there is way more than um, from uni. Yeah, and I think obviously behind the scenes stuff, there's curriculum, understanding what you need to teach, understanding the basic concepts and... Yeah, and some, yeah, theorists from 1920, <laughs> stuff yeah. like that, you're just like, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think there's... Uh, the, the thing with education that I find really interesting is that there's a, a number of different theories and a different 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 types of schools that are out there. So obviously the, the obvious one is public versus private. Um, but then there's the the public system versus like the Steiner system, which is pretty much rainbows and butterflies, and you do what you want whenever you want. Is that um, Montessori? Yeah, it's the yeah. Montessori school, uh, which um, which I have some experience with, not personally, but uh, a family member sent their kid to to the school, and there's real issues with with them. I think actually understanding what the real world is. Yeah. But I don't think there's any perfect model, but you know, teaching them how to count's pretty pretty important. Yeah. I think um, the crazy. Th- I think the crazy thing about like education and stuff like that. It's kind of um, it's like some other things where there's no right or wrong way. I guess. Well, it, I think there's. Well, there, like, I think there's plenty of right ways. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, there's, there's plenty of right, but there's definitely wrong ways. Like there's, yeah. Yeah. But there's different way, like different avenues, different yeah. ways that you can go about it. But there's um, definitely wrong ways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they're they're always um, changing depending mm. on you know the the lifetime that you're in or the well i think you have to because kids are so different as well like you have to cater your your teaching to how your kids learn like there's like if you want to be successful in any sort of it's coaching it's teaching it's mentoring you need to understand the subject that's trying to learn um not not necessarily the subject like maths but the subject as in the human yeah um that's trying to to learn um and how they learn best um, and hopefully develop their ability to learn in different ways, but like, you need to understand that that basic, raw ability to learn. If it's like visual, or you know, if it's if it's something else, yeah. like if it's doing, um, yeah. So I don't know. I think prac environments would would definitely help you to to see how uh, teachers handle different kids. It's so good. It's good, and it gives you experience as well. You know, because once a kid see you in the class, and you're you know they they know that you're there for a certain amount of time like they're there to test you as well or, or yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so it's good fun do you think um, you know what's what's more in, what's more important like building like in a school environment do you think now with, with your limited exposure at this point because you've done what, one set of prac before yeah I did a prac last year yeah. as well um, the relationships between a teacher and a student or just instilling like major fear into them that if they um, well, I, so I, I think relationships and um, I think the way it's going education is is all about relationships um, and I think I mean if you can if you can um, get on a good side of a kid that maybe is not performing like one you know someone expects them to be or something like that if you can 
develop a good relationship, I'm sure you can improve their um, effort levels or whatever they're lacking. Well, I remember, I remember going to school. And I think when I first started schooling, like back last century, long, 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 long time ago, um, fear was a, a major like teaching tool. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. the cane or, you know, sent to the office or... You know, they tried to fear you into behaving the right way. But I think back and I'm like, the classes that I performed the best were definitely with the teachers that I liked. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, And I think kids can get in situations where they don't like their teacher and they don't perform to the level that they possibly could because they're disliking more than wanting to learn. Exactly, yeah. So, yeah, relationships are a big thing. Yeah, I think so. So, are you excited? Yeah, excited, but um, I mean, obviously, as I am a man of leisure, um, and I, I do enjoy going to the beach and whatnot, um, waking up on a Monday um, to see that it was going to be 27 degrees and sunny and <laughs> um, would have been a perfect day to be able to get down to the beach, but, you know, I guess you got to put in the hard yards and, and do what you got to do, and um, once this pack's over, I'll, um, I'll be able to go back to... The life of leisure. Um, last last point or last question for you, I guess, um, on this topic uh, for now, because I'm sure we'll talk about it again at some other point. But yeah. what do you think, like right now, just going into it, are the biggest challenges that you, you would face, and maybe some challenges that people you know that are obviously in the course with you are facing that you know might be a little different to you or biggest challenges. Um, probably the planning. Um, obviously. It makes sense that they want us to plan a lot, so we're you know thinking about everything that could and can happen. Um, but obviously, having to write a full plan of what you're going to do and whatnot is um, can be quite hectic. Um, it's a lot of writing for say, for instance, for a teacher that's already in the the business, um, they'd probably do a quarter of the writing um, for the plan that I'll do. Yeah. Um, so yeah. planning sucks, but you got to do it. Yep. Um, well, actually, planning doesn't suck, but having to write so much for planning sucks. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing is when the university supervisor comes in and watch, because there's nothing worse than having someone sit there critiquing every little thing you do. Yeah. Because, um, like... And I don't know about you, like, you... Obviously, you've coached, like, kids as well. Um, and when you, when you're there by yourself or with like a you know the mentor teacher that I have that's there, you can be yourself kind of thing. Yep. Um, and if you make a mistake, you can you can have a little giggle about it and um, move on, you know. Yeah. Um, but if a university supervisor's there, it's like, well, am I allowed to have a little dig at myself for making a mistake, or is that just going to highlight even more to the to them that I've made a mistake <laughs> or? Um, that's the other interesting thing I think is yeah. Well, I think anyone being assessed by any like in any mm. any situation can be sort of daunting. Um, I think for someone like you who's who's been through like trials for sort of higher end athletics and might be a little easier because you, you understand that you can sort of lock out the bad and focus on what you need to focus on. Um, but it's always a little daunting having someone in there. But have you ever heard of anyone failing a prac? Um, I mean, I haven't heard of it. I don't think. Because um, I'd imagine, like, as long as you're not a complete spud, because I, I know a lot of teachers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're going to get through. 
no yeah, offense I to think... the teachers, I know. But... <laughs> yeah, I think. I mean, as long as you got the right attitude and you, you know, whatever they pull you up on, you show. The next time they come in, you show that you've you've tried to work at whatever they've told you to to try and improve or whatever. Mm. I think you you're on the right track. So yeah, we'll see. Fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> so the time currently is seven thirty-five. Yeah. Um, <laughs> on a Monday night, and uh, I've just received a message from the Sean Turn. Right oh, no way. Yeah, right then. Uh, so as we're recording. Um, <laughs> So we basically we start half an hour ago. We just get here or whatever. Uh, hey guys, I won't make it again. He's got he's got work commitments for tomorrow, which is perfectly fine. We respect that, but maybe send that an hour before you're meant to be here, not half an hour after after you're meant to be uh, here as well. So I don't know. I think I think um, there's the runs. I'm not sure about the runs on the board here for the short term, but. It's an improvement though, because yeah. I don't think he replied last week. Yeah. So at least this week he's replied. Yeah. yeah. So next week he'll be on time, I reckon. Yeah. He'll yeah, reply. I, yeah, I think so. Hopefully, hopefully. Talking <laughs> about the Sean turn, a little off topic now. Yeah. I played a game of pool on the weekend. Yeah. Right. So and I haven't played pool for for a long time, and we're talking about the um our little pool comp that we yeah. want to have, and it's going to happen. Um. So I played one game. Yeah. And like we're at, and when you could play pool, like each place has different rules. So we were probably down about five balls. Yeah. Um, and I've sunk a couple. They've got we've maybe we've maybe got two left or three left, two left I think. Yeah. And they're on the black ball. Mhm. So um, I snooker them. Yeah. So they couldn't. There was a straight line between where they needed to. Yeah. Um, to um. To, to hit the black ball and from the white so and what they've done is they've sunk the white ball but we still had two balls left and they had one ball left and that made us win the game because they're on the black ball and they fouled yeah right yeah I feel like that's a bit of an empty victory so we won but I still feel like because they sunk the white yeah you, you know and it was a smart play like I snookered it and it was a hard shot yeah but, I th- wouldn't it be better just to because we're two balls behind just give us the two shots Front, yeah, and, and then, force us to have to try and win it you know so we won the game yeah yeah. Um, it's always nice winning but I f- it felt like a hollow victory because you didn't really not to you weren't the you didn't make that dis- like the decision kind of thing yeah you know, they decided was, they, yeah. yeah so that probably that's why it's a bit feels a bit um, empty yeah because you're like oh I would have liked to Sunk the the black ball myself or something like that. Yeah, know? yeah, it would have been nice that, but we were behind, um, and we got the win. Win so, to win. Yeah, win to win. You take it, don't yeah, you? You take it where we, we can. Um, you come to me today with like a really, really interesting question, actually, and I think I think there's, there's a lot of people, a lot of people that would really consider doing this, and I'm still on the fence. So, I don't know, take me through your thought process here, Sammy. Um, well, for, for the people listening, um, so I was reading an article, and maybe that some people are listening have, have seen it, but um, someone actually named their child their internet provider, so the name of whoever their provider is of their internet, mm. for 18 years of free Wi-Fi. Um, so, I mean, Wi-Fi, I mean, it's, there's a bit of money that you got to pay 
monthly. Yeah, I guess like if you've got like a, a really high end, was sixty dollars a month, something like that. You know, it's yeah, you know, it's it's money and it adds up. And then for eighteen years, yeah. So if we say it's sixty dollars a month, you know, that's seven hundred and twenty dollars a year. All right. So you're looking at what fifteen grand? So yeah. No, less than that. Well, about or thirteen, thirteen grand. Um, well, that's a lot of money. Don't judge my math. Yeah, it's a lot of yeah. money. Um, um, would you do it? No. Not for that amount of money, but only because it's like, say it's 13 grand. Yeah. That's 100 years of your kid's life that they're called Dodo or whatever. <laughs> you know like, what the funniest thing yeah. was? I was literally, I was, while you were talking, I was thinking in my head like um, internet providers and the first thing that came to mind was Dodo. And I was like, Dodo, I was like, I was just thinking, I think I could deal with Dodo. Mm. Dodo doesn't seem... Well, dodos have been extinct for, extinct for so long now that people don't even know what a dodo was. Yeah, and I, I feel it's it's not that big of an internet provider, almost. Yeah, I don't. What, well, what the big ones out here are? Um, where? Well, no, um, iInet. iInet. Um, yeah, that's Telstra, I guess. Telstra, Optus. Yeah. See, dodo. Yeah. Like yeah. we got, we've got a Foxtel internet here. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Because we've got it like a package. It was pretty good. Like, it's pretty good internet, but. Uh, and it was a good price. Yeah. Um, but yeah, imagine being called Foxtel. You see I that? guess it's called Foxy. Yeah. Yeah, but if see, like dog. Foxtel would be weird, but like Dodo. Hey, Dodo. Yeah, that's like a nickname. Yeah, like I feel yeah. like you could you could get away with that. I reckon. I don't know, but then your kids like so. You, say that was my parents. Yeah. And I'm already annoyed at my parents for calling me Charles. <laughs> so particularly, particularly when they named my sister, who's 18 months younger than me, Diana. And we're born in the 80s. Like, come on. Like, Charles and Diana. Like, mum, come on, mate. Like, be serious. You, you're asking for us to get bullied <laughs> like, our whole life. Um, but anyway, um, like, if it, I was 12, 13, and I realised that mum and dad <laughs> called me Dodo because they got free Wi-Fi for, for uh, 18 years. I'd be pretty... In, I think I'd be pretty annoyed. Mind you, the kids of today, I think they'd be pretty happy. Yeah. Free Wi-Fi. Yeah. But is it locked into a, like a certain speed rate or is it the best internet possible for every year? Because it's getting faster and it's getting better. Like, do they have to pay for the MBN change? Or, yeah, like, I don't know. I didn't read the article, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, so that makes, sort of makes me think, what would you what would you name your... Like, what would it cost someone? What to, would it cost? Like, like, say they come up to you and like, we'll give you $150,000 cash right now if you named your kid bacon double cheeseburger deluxe or something oh that's a that's a tough one you know like what would it what do you think is like a reasonable thing that you would do because it has to be a little bit out there like you couldn't yeah for, they're not going to pay money for it not to be for, for instance right so if it was bacon double cheeseburger whatever right could you so that would be that would be your child's legal name right yeah but when you enroll to school can you enroll them as bacon or just yeah or just like dave no no so you need a legal birth certificate for school enrollment right yeah but you so can't you can just, have a preferred name yeah maybe yeah, but legally they'd be enrolled so as so enroll them as as double double cheeseburger bacon but he's he likes to be known as mike yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i just yeah yeah i yeah i don't know it, it just 
you'd have to have some like if you're the one paying the money you'd have to have some legal clause in to say look you, whenever you're referred to in any any way other than you know obviously between your mates but like any social sort yeah, of yeah when it's you need in... to be called this so say your your kid ends up being a really good sportsman and they're on the world tennis tour and they're bacon double cheeseburger deluxe you know but how much would it, I just think it's an interesting concept because I think there'd be some people that sell their child's name for pretty cheap yeah um, but it's interesting like if they do make it big you probably don't need that money anyway do you well my um because I'm I'm big on names yeah I said your name is the one thing like the one gift that you get the day you're born most of the time yeah and you have till the day you die mm-hmm. and it's from your parents they think about it it's important to them for some some reason yeah. so for me it's not something that I could put a value on right yeah um, and it's the same with like having a boy like this sounds so medieval and so old school but the fact that I have a son that carries my name is important yeah, yeah. to me um, to carry on the family legacy and you know the generations that we've got to to this point so I've, I think for me names are very 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 important and I feel like as much as I, I take the piss a little bit about you know what my parents called me um i've always called myself charles not charlie not chuck not Chaz, yeah because that's what my parents yeah named that's me. It, yeah um so you know for me um I, I don't know how much it had to be a lot but in the end men don't get to decide that anyway so. <laughs> i think my biggest thing would just be on the actual name of of its thing of the the place that's trying to if it's a name that you could kind of pass, I'd yeah. I'd probably be like, oh, you know what? Uh, I think like if like Big Mac, like that's a cool name. Big Mac, yeah. Big Mac. Big Mac. Hey, Big Mac. You know. Yeah. You, t- you, I, you like you can work with that. You can. You're not gonna yeah. be like, damn. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Cheeseburger. You're like, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that or vanilla milkshake. Imagine your kid being called vanilla milkshake. You know. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. Yeah. It's Hot chocolate. Oh. <laughs> I'm on the food track. Obviously, I'm hungry. Yeah, know, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's interesting. It'd be interesting to see what if people have heard other stories about people selling their like yeah. their names, or because I know years and years and years ago, it was in the '90s. Gary Hocking, who played for Geelong, yeah, changed his name to to Whiskers, the cat food, because it's Geelong, the Geelong Cats. Yeah, and they paid him amount it was for 24 hours or a week or something. And they paid him like, I think, I'll get this number completely wrong, yeah. but it was a reasonable amount, yeah. 50 grand or something, yeah. to change his name for a week to Whiskers. So he played a game of AFL, his name was Whiskers, because <laughs> that was his sponsor. So he had to do it via deed poll, all of that. So it was legally, yeah. his name was legally changed to Whiskers for, for a period of time. Yeah, right. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. So I think if you're a grown adult and you're making that decision and it's you, yeah, that's... it's probably more fair than like you burdening, <laughs> burdening a child <laughs> yeah. for 18 years with a... For free Wi-Fi, for, yeah, for adver- <laughs> for advertising for for a company. What happens if that company goes belly up? Like you know, oh, you'd be spewing out. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, what I wanted to you mentioned the beach earlier. Yeah, yeah. And I know you're a beach man. I do. Yeah, I do. you love the beach, um, and it's getting to that time of year. So, I thought, what's what better opportunity we have now? Like twenty seven degrees today. I think yesterday was twenty nine. It's been nice since um, last week. Yeah, it's it's been good. So we're getting to the stage of the year, like November, December. It starts getting really good for the beach. So, in your opinion, yes, because you're definitely more 
uh, cultured, more uh, educated, more qualified oh. to talk about uh, to the, these things. So the best beach spots in the metropolitan area, in your your opinion, best beach spots. Yeah. So this is um, this is interesting because there's so many beaches that we've got, right? And depending where you live is is probably going to be a big influence on where you go. Yeah. Um, me being someone that doesn't like to travel far, I yep. just go to Mullaloo because that's that's the closest beach to me. Is it? Yeah. Okay. And that's pretty good beach, though, isn't and it? And it's a good beach. Yeah. It's got water. It's got sand. It's got sand, and I can jump in the water. And there's usually a car park. Yeah. Yeah, and that's probably the thing because. Where we are, Trigg's close. Yeah. So Trigg's close to us. And Trigg's, Trigg's nice. And there's some nice little covey. Yeah. It's where you can take kids and... Waterman's and all that kind yeah, of yeah. stuff. So Waterman's that. is quite good. Um, but parking's really hard. Mm. Like, it's really hard to get parking like and good parking. So yeah. if you want to go where I live, you've got to go at like 7am to get parking. Yeah, especially when it's summer and stuff like that, eh? And any any later than that, it's really hard to get parking. Whereas Mullaloo's a nice beach. It's ten minutes up the road, mm-hmm. and there's always park because it's a massive car park too. Exactly, and then you can always go on the road a little bit further as well. I think this time of year as well, when you go to beach, because there's a lot of beaches the sand hasn't come in yet as well. So like the water hasn't come in, so the, there's a lot of rocks. Yeah, it's not just sand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the beach, so there's a few of those that you sort of have to avoid. But Mullaloo's not one of those. Mullaloo's beaches, sandy. Um, you know what I hate though, right? Because mm. um, I do, I like going, it, say in winter, right? Mm. And it's a 24 degree day. Yep. And it's sunny. But because it's winter, right? I'll go to the car park mm. and there'll be six cars. Yep. Right? Beautiful day, but it's winter. And I'm like, what are you. You know, there's no one here. Mm. It's a beautiful day. And then, say like last week, 24 degree day, yep. sunny. And because it's spring, getting, you know, getting close to summer, car park, it wasn't packed, packed, but like a lot more people there. The unfortunate thing with public beaches, Sam, is that you don't own a spot. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, I'm like, if you're going to show love for the beach on a 24 degree day, do it consistently. Yeah, no, I think... I think it's the water temperature that's the difference. So the water gets warmer this time of year. So you can actually swim in it. In the colder winter, even if it's a 24-degree 24, 24 day, the, the water's significantly colder. So I think people don't want to... like. It's just common sense. <laughs> like, it's nice though. Yeah, it is nice. It's nice to get down there. If, if, do, you, do you swim in the winter? Yeah, I'll jump in. You jump in? If it's a nice day, I'll jump in. Yeah. If it's, if it's, like, if it's a bad day you know, and I'm feel like I need to go to the beach I'll go for a walk yeah put my feet in but if it's a nice day and, and the water the water's nice I'll jump in hmm. yeah well, I'd probably jump in any time of year as well, well like, if you're there you're if there. it's a nice day and the water the water's nice as long as the water's not smashing down on you I think yeah, yeah. Like, I'm gonna jump in yeah I think I think that's good um do you surf you skateboard but do you surf no nah, not really I um, do you bodyboard nah I um I only did surfing in year 12 yeah, um, I need to get on the surfing train, but um, you're not the same. Never, never too old to surf. Exactly, and um, so I'm gonna 
one day I'll, I'll purchase a board and, and get into it. Um, so where do you think, um, where have you heard? Because I'm not a surfer. My knees are so bad that if I got on a surfboard, I'd probably drown because they'd break. Um, where have you heard, the, like, around like northern beaches, where's the best place to surf? Um, well, I think for most, it's like Trig, yeah. Trig Scarborough, yeah. Mullaloo Point, yeah. you can go. Um, and then there's like the spots um, between like Sorrento and Trig yep. where it's like reefs like yep. they're reef breaks so but I'm not trying to get slammed on reef so yeah I'm probably not trying to get slammed by any wave I'll be I'll probably be at Mullaloo Point or Trig okay I'm looking forward to, to that I reckon we should film the <laughs> first session I really do um, I grew up in the country yeah as a lot of people know so I grew up Beautiful town, Collie. Shout out to Collie. Wonderful place. Um, some beautiful, um, beautiful swimming holes there. And always, I've always been, and I still am. I much prefer, much much prefer to swim in the river than in the ocean. No way. Honestly, it's harder to swim because it hasn't got the buoyancy of the salt, and so it's like swimming in like a, a cup of water, like because it's just natural, like yeah, fresh water. Um, but I find, like, I get out and I feel, like, cleaner. I don't have that, like, salty, crispy layer on me like you get with the ocean. Salt's good. Salt's good for you. Well, yeah. I, and I'm not saying I don't like swimming in the ocean because I like the ocean. I like getting out there and, like, I enjoy it. Um, but I think there's some clear pros to swimming in the river. Oh, and what are those pros? Well, it's pro number one. Yes. Very unlikely to get eaten by a shark. Because they're salt water. Mm, yeah. So that's, I think that's a really positive pro. A really yeah, positive pro. Yeah. Um, I think in a, a river, it's usually got foliage, trees around the outside, and you can always find one or two to jump off, which yeah. is good. I, yeah. I enjoy that. So I think that's a pro for the river as well. Yeah. If you know some spots that even swings, that you can, yeah, you can swim swings. out. And, yeah. And I think, I think that's cool as well. Um, another pro if you're in the right season yeah you can swim during the day you can catch marin at night right and marin are delicious so that's a, that's another pro and then the, the, obviously the pro of not being all salty you know when you come out uh, is is pretty is pretty cool as well and probably another one as well like if you're camping near a river usually it's like a more like it's a it's a harder bank like it's not sand generally yeah so you can Put a tent up, get a little flight fire up. You're not getting sand all through your tent and and all that as well. So I think I think there's a few pros. That's my that's my push for for river over ocean. Just off the top of my head. Um, well, as a beach goer, um, if your campaign works, it's probably good for me because that means more parking, <laughs> more parking, and more beach for me. Um, but the shark thing gets me. Less chance we. Eat. Are you are you that scared of eating a getting eaten by a shark? Well, the way I look at it is that I've eaten shark. Yeah. So I probably deserve to get eaten <laughs> by a shark because I've eaten one. I just feel like you get eaten by sharks. Like just don't cross the road then. Like stay in a bubble. Yeah. Yeah, and like, I, again, that's just a like when you're trying to like any sort of debate, you're just trying to find an <laughs> angle. Yeah. So look, am I afraid of getting eaten by a shark? No, because 
I probably don't swim in, in the ocean long enough, and I probably don't go deep enough, even though they do get in the shallow. But but you de- debate yeah. wise, yeah. Yeah, I think because like, and there's a lot of nets down the coast now, anyway. Yeah, Sorrento's got one. So uh, yeah, I'm not. Um, I wouldn't say I'm scared, but you know, that's a pro. Like if you're having yeah, a debate, yeah, 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 yeah. Fair enough. you know what I mean. Um, talking about debates and asking questions, there's one reply that I want to want to talk about. Yeah. yeah. Um, is this our Instagram? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, like, George Anderson, Michael Finlayson, Dave Jackson, you know who you are, the man of many names. Can't <laughs> even spell his own name. Pumpkin. How is pumpkin the best vegetable? <laughs> like, there's no way pumpkin is the best vegetable. Like, if you said a sweet pumpkin, maybe I could... Yeah, is pumpkin a fruit? Well, it's got Because it's seeds. got seeds. Could be like, and that's, isn't that the rule? Isn't that the? Yeah, well, that's what I thought as well. It's got seeds. It's a if it's got seeds, it's a fruit. But it's alright. Well, pumpkin. But pumpkin, pumpkin. If pumpkin is a fruit, it's a fruit that's served with vegetables. Yeah, it's weird. You know? But I guess yeah, we won't get into technicalities. Pumpkin, anyway. Yeah. I think the only thing that pumpkin's better than potato for, only thing is pumpkin soup is better than potato soup. Like, oh yeah, like definitely. A, 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 a good yeah, yeah like thick. A, yeah, yeah. Well, I think potato, potato, like boiled potato in like a chicken soup is way better than the pumpkin soup. But like, if you're just gonna have potato soup or pumpkin soup, pumpkin soup, pumpkin better. soup, yeah. But there's nothing else that pumpkin's better for. Oh, pumpkin pie, but that's pretty much the sugar. That's not the pumpkin. Yeah, I don't want to be like roast pumpkin. But, but would you prefer roast pumpkin or roast potato? Uh, I'll probably go. I'll say I'll probably go pumpkin. Really? Yeah, I'll probably go pumpkin. Man, like, you guys are on a different planet. Like, I agree potato is probably a better vegetable just because of its all-round capabilities, mm. but roast pumpkins, probably, I'd probably prefer that than potato. Really? Yeah. Nah, man, roast potato all the way. <laughs> all the way. Now, the other one, like, how swanky do you have to be to say broccolini? Seriously. Why don't you just say broccoli? Yeah. <laughs> like... I <laughs> just like um, yeah look you know what I mean um, yeah I don't know is it a piss take I don't know we'll have to ask him yeah um, just say broccoli but yeah even just broccoli um, let's just let's classify broccoli and broccolini as broccoli yeah it's the same thing um, that's oh, that's more interesting than pumpkin as favourite vegetable what well, I, th- I feel like someone like is being a little more queer they want to be a little different a little different. edgy yeah you know but like going pumpkin sort of like saying I want to say potato <laughs> but everyone says potato you know what I mean yeah I guess so um, broccoli's good but yeah but I like broccoli I don't mind broccoli it's not better than potato nah right yeah. Thanks for answering our question, though. Much appreciated. Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> but again, it generates conversation. Yeah, so look, we really, really appreciate you. You doing it? Someone said Spud, so yeah, they're a legend. Yeah, I don't know. Who, who said that I can't remember who said that, but you're a legend. Yeah. If you said potato, you're a legend. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, I woke up to a really nice surprise Saturday morning. Yes. Um, wasn't a headache, which is good. Oh, yeah. something wasn't different. A headache. Um, but um. I've got a family holiday booked to Nanup. Hell yeah. Now, I'm from down south. Now, saying that, I haven't been all over the southwest. And Nanup's down in that direction. I feel, I feel like it, 
I could be completely wrong. It's like down towards Pemberton-ish area, woods, forest, which is right up my alley. Yeah. Um, so we booked this, this basically this tent, mm-hmm. and within this tent, there's like a full queen size bed or double bed, but there's a bed for adult parents. Yeah, yeah. And there's a couple of single beds, and we'll take a quarter cat for cot for the little one. Yeah. Uh, and it was only like eighty bucks a night, or something. Yeah. Um, but we looked at a heap of places, and places are getting booked out. Like it's insane. Like you look at a place, and then you got to book it, and then it's sold out. Every, and, yeah. Um, because it was over the, the Christmas period. And everyone, yeah. yeah. I think everyone's sort okay. of doing it, but I've I've never really. Um, I think before this year, I ever thought like I'm gonna go to a holiday to Nana, <laughs> Nana you know? Yeah, I um, I don't want to say too much because um, thinking about it now, I think um, I might have relatives. I think um, I think I I might um, Dad might kill me. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Um. Definitely. I'm just going to stay quiet. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be different. I think there'll be certain things around. Like all those sort of country towns have like quirky little things, but and it, it'll be nice to get away. Um, but there's a few things that like, you stay in a tent, mm. obviously you don't have a toilet. No, they've got communal or... Yeah, so there'd be communal toilets in the middle of the... Yeah, the block. The site? Well, there's a block. Yeah, well, um, yeah. So what sort of etiquette is there in you know like I, I'm oh. new, new sort of new like do you just go in and if there's a cubicle free you use or you have to book times or, <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. it's like for showering more than anything else like you know is there like specific shower times or no nah, if you it's a you know first in first serve yeah. I think I think that's how it runs that's how anytime I've done it it's just been it's free to go. It's free to go, and um, just don't be a dirty. <laughs> <laughs> don't be a menace to society. Yeah, yeah. Keep, it, yeah. keep some sort of uh, humanity. Yeah, I feel like in that sort of environment, you're really trusting other people. Like if you're sharing those facilities, you're trusting people to to go in, do their business, clean it up, and then exactly then leave. Like. Sometimes I have major concerns about <laughs> humanity and people's probably cleanliness or um, their ability to, to actually care about other people, like the next person that's coming Yeah. Um, I think it's an interesting social experiment. My, my best advice mm-hmm. would be um, for those situations, either wake up very early yeah. um, or stay up late and, and watch... Not really watch, but if you see the cleaners go in there, then you know straight after the cleaners you you're good to go. Yeah, yeah, that's when you want to go. Yeah, in. so it's kind of yeah, either stay up or wake up early. Okay, I think that would be. I think that's pretty. I think that's pretty good advice. I like the I like the sound of that advice. I think that's pretty good. Um, so to go in a completely different direction. So I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be alright. And I think when I get back, we'll have some. I can talk to you about it now. Yeah, it'll be good fun. What's close. And, I think that's that's pretty exciting and some people might want to hear that. But what's the, the best the best accommodation you've ever stayed in? Best accommodation like, I've like the best. Like you went on a holiday, you went somewhere and you've been over the world. Like be a little bit like me. But what's the best 
accommodation that you've ever stayed in and and why Dang. why oh my that's um that's a you've stumped me here that's I've got a lot of thinking to do um damn what about you do you have uh probably probably the best room yeah so room like not particularly hotel or but the actual room yeah uh, was the win in Las Vegas so yeah, I had right. a suite at the win in Las Vegas and it cost me a fair amount of money but yeah. it's sort of like I'm, how often am I going to go to Vegas I'm going to get yeah, you're gonna that, go all out. This um, this suite and the size of this this room was probably as big as the house I live in. <laughs> yeah, right. Like it was, it was huge. It had like the full spa in there, king size bed, like electronic shades, like yeah. on the windows, full uh, full wall windows yeah, so yeah like the pretty much you could seat. see that like the, it was a corner suite and both sides were just glass yeah um and you could see out and you could see the strip and um like it was the best room i've ever had then i went and sat at a, a table in the casino for about 18 hours <laughs> but <laughs> it was the was the best room we were, we were there for two nights i think yeah. it was expensive like, yeah it cost us a lot of money um well, that's probably the best room yeah I've ever been in um, just with the facility like it was just it was incredible like it was like the service the uh, yeah everything everything just... but actually getting to the room so you walk through the casino floor and you get to win out like getting to that point so like this isn't the best hotel I've ever been in yeah yeah, yeah. it was like a nice obviously it was classy but um, but it's not the best hotel I've ever been in yeah right yeah yeah I um, there was a really nice, um, uh, really nice um, hotel I stayed in Los Angeles called the Hollywood Roosevelt. Yeah. Um, which is in in Hollywood, obviously, just off the the walk, of, like the hall of the Walk of Stars or whatever, yeah, the yeah, Star the Walk, star, whatever. Yeah. Um, and walking into that place felt like you're walking into the 1950s. Um, oh, is that how old school? Yeah, it was like just the way that it was set up. Like the room wasn't huge or anything. Um, yeah. It was comfortable. Uh, but it wasn't big, uh, but the actual property and the hotel itself and the drive-in and like you felt like old Hollywood yeah, yeah. Um, going in in there and that 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 was that was pretty incredible um, and probably a, a close one to that. And I'm in America for some reason. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, San Francisco, uh, the Sheraton Fisherman's Wharf. Yeah. Um, it's a walking distance down to to the pier. You know, it's uh, yeah. I stayed in I stayed in the hood when I was in San Francisco. Oh yeah, down at um, Handler Square, like yeah, yeah, where the um tram starts. Yeah, yeah, yeah not yeah. far from. Oh, a little bit further back from there. So yeah. oh yeah, not a great time. Yeah, no, I've, man, I love San, <laughs> I've stayed in San Fran twice at this hotel, and I've stayed at another hotel as well. But um, this Sheraton Fisherman's Wharf. Like, if anyone's going to San Francisco, it's not happening soon, obviously. With, yeah. But I'd highly, highly, highly recommend. It. Not the cheapest hotel, but uh, it, its location, the service, the food, the you know, the well, pier's good as yeah. well. Yeah, and you can walk to the pier, and you know, all the restaurants that are down there, and um, there's a couple of really nice bars within walking distance. Mm. Um, all different types of bars as well. So, um, you know, so they're probably like, and I know like that's. 
character. I did stay um, once at Disneyland as well, which I'll talk about another time. Yeah. I reckon we have a whole Disney show. But. Yeah. Do you... Um, there's so many, like... I feel with hotels and stuff, it all gets mangled into one. Yeah, I think the, the special ones distinguish themselves. Yeah. yeah. So I'm never... I, I mean, obviously, we... I think where we stayed were always not mid... You know, just good places to go mm. um, so I don't think I've ever had something that stands out it's more the location that I'm at yeah. kind of thing if that makes sense like yeah. when we stayed Macedonia was sick because right at the back you walked and there was like a little hill there and they had there was wild turtles yeah, on the sick. hill and I was like this is sick yeah. like, I've never seen wild turtles before yeah so yeah. yeah so it's about the experience as well I don't know I think yeah I think the hotel can make or break it Look, you want to be comfortable yeah, you want um, it to be affordable, but but sometimes you just want to split. Like, say you've you've stayed in like hostels for yeah. two weeks. You, you want those two nights in a really really yeah. nice spot where you can go. The water's hot. This, yeah. I can stay in it for twenty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> not, like and clean myself. Live the life. Yeah, yeah, and live your life as well. But again, it can get expensive. Yeah. Are we there, Sammy? We are. We are there. Uh, another one in the books. 26? 26. We're getting up there. Uh, no slowing down. No. Full steam ahead. Do you know what 26 is? What's 26? Half a year, bro. Huh? How many weeks are there in a year? Oh, right, yeah. Is it 52? Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah, so it's six months worth of podcasts. Done a That's a milestone, man. Yeah, that's big time. Yeah. <laughs> now that you say it like that. Yeah. When you just say 26, you're just like, yeah, 26. 26 is pretty good, but like, yeah, you say it like that, you're like, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's half a year. So those that have been on board um, with us the whole journey, thank you very much. Really appreciate you know, your love and your support and um, particularly um, the messages we get sent through to say, you know, keep going, you know, as much, um, you know, as it might not seem, you know, like it doesn't mean a lot. It, it really we, does. We appreciate it, it a yeah, lot. We appreciate it. Thank you for sending the messages through. Um, it keeps us going, keeps us motivated. Um and hopefully we, we keep improving. Um, we will have a guest. Yeah, we will. We yeah, will. We again, will. coming up soon. Um, so we've made the decision, you know, that you know we'll we'll get the guests when we, we can. Um, you know, uh, probably won't be as sparse as we have been the last period of time. But life has thrown some curveballs. Exactly. Um, yeah. But we're uh, yeah no. But thanks for the support. Um, and yeah. Um, what else, Sammy? <laughs> uh, nothing. Just, yeah, keep on following, sharing, and. Um, Spread love and... Hashtag it all. Yeah, and take it easy. Sure.